This is a podcast where you don't have to be perfect. You can be happy. Make your day count. Encouraging, uplifting, full of joy. You're worth more than you think. This is Entirely Unconventional, and I'm Lindsay Roberts. I pray for something miraculous to happen to you today. I am so excited to introduce you to a lovely lady by the name of Karen Jensen Salisbury, and I want to read this about it. Uh, She's been in ministry for almost 30 years, a writer for almost 40. Uh, She and her first husband, Brent, traveled internet traveled itinerant ministers. My goodness, <laughs> I called oral that for what, 50 years and I can't even say the word. And a lot of things happened mm-hmm. after he went home to be with the Lord. You ended up at Rama. You, Karen, precious Karen, ended up being an instructor at Rama. You picked everything up by your bootstraps and turns out you have had honestly, a wonderful ministry, a fabulous, fabulous writing career. You've helped me with so many different things. You're a Mm -hmm. lovely interview host. I got the privilege of being interviewed by Karen for a radio program, and it was wonderful. So Karen, meet Melissa. Melissa, meet Karen. And to our (laughs) audience, this is one of the most lovely ladies you will ever listen to. And I want to say one of the most, um, how can I put it in the easiest ways? wisdom-filled woman. Mm. She can come up with saying things, asking things, talking things, and writing things that I believe comes out of the wisdom of God. So Karen, thank you for being here. We're so glad you're here. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks so much for having me. So we were talking just a second ago about going through all of your books Mm -hmm. and Melissa popped open a page. And as she popped open the page, I went, wait a minute, hold on. You want to start there and then I'm going to pick up and we're going to ask you something about this. So we were going through, you have quite a bit of great material and we're thankful for that. (laughs) But one of the things that caught my attention, it says, you are the CEO of your thoughts. And I just thought, man, how important is that right now? It's always been important. But when we see so many people struggling right now, um, how just can you expound on how you even came up with that and just what that means to you? Well, I know that sometimes we feel like victims, you know, <laughs> especially if we're talking about forgiveness. It means yes. somebody hurt you, somebody did something to you, mm-hmm. you know, and it's easy to feel like a victim. And I think we kind of live in a victim society, you know, yeah. everything Boy, it strikes a nerve. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everything else is somebody else's fault, right? Mm-hmm. And so you feel helpless when you're a victim. Right. You feel like been done to you and you have no power. But there is one thing that you always have control over, and that is what you think about. That's great. Nobody else in your brain but you. I mean, we're taking in information all the time, but we can choose how we think. You are the CEO, the boss, the one in charge. You can catch yourself if if you're going a negative way if you're going an irritated way and you can, you know, replace your thoughts that really you have to have help from the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. I, I really replace. love, cause what, when you say that it's not just about trying harder, but it is no. removing ourselves out of that. It, we're empowered that way. We're no longer just the victim. victim and we're empowered and empowered by the power of the Holy Spirit. So, and you lay a great foundation about forgiveness. Is that where you were going, Lindsay? Well, I was going to dive in here, but this happens to be a subject that um, if, if I were, I would never, ever 
do anything to say the Bible uh, isn't God's perfect, infallible will. Uh, I mean, right. the Bible's the Bible. Mm -hmm. But if I would have to say something that I could honestly um, say has been hard for me, because if you hurt me, that's bad enough. You hurt my husband. Now I'm starting on a whole different yeah. level, but you touch my kids. Mm -hmm. Somehow I just kind of morphed into outer space. <laughs> so when you have, I forgive you, but yeah, of course, that's the most intriguing, um, <laughs> self-proclaiming <laughs> title because, you know, I forgive you. I might not have said, well, bless her heart. Good for her. But yeah. when she said, I forgive you, but I'm like, there's my book yeah, right let's, there. Let's read what those are. Yeah. What? was in your head. And it says three steps that can heal your heart forever mm -hmm. to the person who is looking at and saying, I forgive you, but, and you think in three steps, my heart is going to change. Karen, how can that be? Well, of course, the three steps are in, in this book. The three steps, first of all, are one, read all these stories. Uh -huh. I've been teaching on forgiveness a long time, seen miracles happen in people's lives when they're able to forgive. And it, it is a struggle for some people. Mm -hmm. You know, the title, I Forgive You But, comes from a lady I met at my gym. Mm -hmm. And she told me a story about something her sister, her sister who was a nun, okay, mm -hmm. like, like Somebody you expect better things from. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And her sister had done something in their family. You know, I think a parent died and the sister insisted on something one way. You know how people do, you know, yeah. people do when family members die. And, and, and this lady that I was talking to in the gym, she was so hurt by what her sister, the sister did. Mm -hmm. She expected <laughs> her better. Sister, the sister. Oh, <laughs> yeah. sister, you, know, sister. you expect better from some people, right? Right. right. And, uh, and she she said, I forgive her, but mm. and it just, I was actually kind of working on this book at the time. And it just went off in my spirit because I thought, see, isn't that how we are? Yeah. If you yes. ask, Christian, if you ask a Christian, are you harboring unforgiveness? We always say, oh, no, 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 no. forgive them. Yes. But well, see, that means it's still eating your lunch. Mm -hmm. In fact, you're the one I got this phrase from, and I think you stole it from somebody else. But I, I, I kind of usually give you the credit. The oh, one good. about unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other guy to die. Yep. You know, when I first heard that, I don't even know how long ago it was. And somebody said that I said it in a women's conference in 1991. So I called for the transcript. And what's that? 91, 2001, 2000. It's more than 30 years ago. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I read it and I thought, where did I hear that from? Because it's probably been passed down to a lot of people. But, but isn't when it I, the most poignant picture yes. of what harboring unforgiveness does it eats us alive it eats us alive and it was uh, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other guy to die right. now right. having said that that transcript was 1991 hmm. karen sometimes it's as real today <laughs> as oh. if it were 1991 because yeah. you know just because i forgave somebody Two things. Number one, doesn't mean they're not going to do it again. Right. Or number two, doesn't mean somebody else is going to come along and shatter their record and do something worse. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. When you least expect it. And, yeah. and you know, so I, so I don't ask Christians, uh, could you be harboring unforgiveness? I say, have you been hurt? Mm. And of course, hello. Yeah. You know, anybody yes. who's been alive longer than 15 minutes has been hurt. <laughs> right. And so... And isn't unforgiveness veiled hurt anyway, thinly veiled hurt, you know? 
And, I mean, and no, but it's true. I think that we have to look that if I'm trying to get to the root of unforgiveness, I forgive you. Yeah. And by faith and through faith, thank God for that. You know, I can do all things through Christ and I forgive them. But if the hurt hasn't been dealt with, when that guy walks in the room, something in me just right. went back to outer space again. Right, right. And that's how you can tell you if you, I always say, if the person's name is mentioned and you go, yeah. then there's still something in there and you need to do. But the steps, the three steps that can heal your heart forever from yeah. the book is one, read the story so you get faith for it. So you maybe recognize yourself in one of these stories. Yes, <laughs> such great stories. Is, is the scripture. You know, the word of God is the washing of yes. the water of the word. In mm. fact, uh, can I tell you a story real quick? Oh, please do. There was a lady, I was preaching forgiveness at a ladies retreat at, let's say, five hours, five sessions, an hour each. So that's five hours of the word on forgiveness. <laughs> and all the ladies were sitting in a living room and there was one lady in the very back sitting on the hearth of the fireplace. Mm. Nobody could see her except me, but she cried through every message. Mm. You know, not loud, not boohoo, but, you know, tears. Yeah. And so and so at the end of the sessions, we had a testimony time and people raised their hands. Oh, I forgave. Oh, I forgave. Oh, hallelujah. I'm free. You know, and then this lady raised her hand. And that was the one I wanted to hear about, you know. Yeah. And she said, she said something that just stunned us all. She said, last night I slept through the night for the first time in 20 years. Wow. Because wow. apparently unforgiveness can keep you awake at night. Right. And she had been a child when her family joined a cult, <gasps> one of the sell everything you own and move to the ranch kind of cults. Yes. And it had turned out badly. Her parents ended up divorced. Mm -hmm. Her brothers and sisters all ended up being shipped out to other families. And in her heart, she was so hurt by that. Yeah. Now she's an adult. Now she's a Christian. And people had said to her, you need to forgive. And she yes. said, oh, no, but the hurt just goes so deep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Know? just goes out to her but it was the sitting under the word yes. for five straight it's one thing to know i should forgive it's one thing to know yes, yes it will help me forgive but it's a whole other thing to wash your spirit really to to sit under the word to hear it to meditate it to think on it to think on it ceo mm -hmm. yeah God, wow and get the answer and this lady was set free she was also healed That's of a hearing problem oh, i wow. mean the story, that story is in the book. It yeah, is a yeah. great, you have so many great stories. That was another thing you said, uh, beaten down and wounded. Yes. Um, I'm on page 12. Beaten down and wounded. If you're already there, does forgiveness seem like you're taking almost like another, like another, you're taking the blame and getting beaten up again when right. you were the wounded one. Right. Yeah, that comes from a story of a lady who came to my church when I was pastoring, you know, after my husband passed away, I pastored our church. And this lady was so beaten down. It took me three services to even get her to talk to me, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so I asked her to come into my office and talk with me. And and we had, so we had a couple meetings and it turns out her life was just a mess. She had three little kids, all from different fathers. Mm -hmm. None of them had married or stick, stuck around. She, she had been abused. This woman had been abused in her childhood by, you know, people she trusted, uncles and fathers. And it was the worst story ever. I mean, I just felt so bad for her. And I prayed one night, Lord, this woman is living this terrible life and it's not her fault. Right. You know, you, you are the great equalizer. Is there an answer mm -hmm. for her? And the Lord said, there's an answer for her. And I said, yes, I knew you would say that. What is it? <laughs> and he said, forgiveness. Yeah. And really this is where my journey started learning about forgiveness. So she and I start, because I didn't think that was the answer. I went, what? Are you sure? That yeah. doesn't sound right. Yeah. You know? 
And so we started a study on forgiveness, changed her life. She eventually. But the thing about this book and the thing about the word is God just wants you to want to, and he will help you do it. Mm -hmm. You know, this is set up to help you do it because there, there are people who heard I was writing a book and they'd say, Karen, I'm just not ready for your forgiveness book yet. Wow. And I'm like, wow. Oh, what do you say in yes. your, uh, hold a grudge, you know, yes. how, let yeah. me work it out for you. Right. And I know that people feel like if they forgive, the person's going to get away with it. Or yes. That's what it is. Yeah. We feel like we've released them but really we've released ourselves. Can you do, um, can you do a quick little, like a one, two, three step? Is that okay, Lindsay? Yeah. It was like, tell us, I, we keep, we're going to interrupt you too, because that's just how we are. <laughs> Plus you have so much to say. We want to hear it. everything. We're so excited to get to talk to you. So your, your three steps. And I know, I mean, they're not like do one, two, three. And we said this while ago, it's not like you're set free in 15 minutes. Woo. That worked. Check, check. It's a process, but I yes. loved that. Um, the practical steps that you gave. Can you share some those steps? Yeah. Well, and of course the steps are number one, read the stories, get the faith for yes. it. Yeah. Understand. Yes, this is hard, but many have gone before me and done it and look how good it's turned out. And we understand how you feel, but please understand that this is the answer. You know, okay. so many things can be wrong in somebody's life and it's because they're harboring unforgiveness and they don't even realize that's why, you know? So number one, read the stories, okay. get the faith. Number two is, is, is read the scripture is do the washing of the water of the word, meditate on it, read it over and over, understand that the word of God is alive. And as you read these specific scriptures that I've listed out for you and confess them out loud, hear your voice, you're going to, it's going to change you. You're going to want to forgive. You're going to understand you can forgive. You're going to get faith for forgiveness. You're going to be excited about it. And then the third thing, of course, is it's called do this, which is. That's what I was trying to get. (laughs) Yeah. There's a space in the back of the book for writing down someone's name and dating it. I needed more pages. Let's just be honest. (laughs) I know. Listen, I know. Can we have a separate <laughs> journal <laughs> attached? We have our own little notebook. Yes. <laughs> yes, and I tell people that, you know, get another piece of paper if you right. have to. It's, yeah. But but that that them way, because sometimes the feelings you've been having them for so long, the mm-hmm. hurt so deep, it's part of your identity right. almost. Yes. It can become it a bad habit, <clears throat> right? Yeah, right. Or a great talking point. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so of course involved in the scripture part and the mind renewal part, the confession part is that part we talked about the CEO of your thoughts, removing the thoughts of negative and pain and replacing them with the word of God. And then at the end, the third step of course is do this, write the name and the date that way when the feelings come back, Mm -hmm. because you might still have some of the feelings, right? You can point to that and say, Oh no devil on this day. I forgave that person. It is done. And you can go back to step two and rehearse some more word and make some more confessions. So those are the three steps as I've outlined them in the book. You know, something I found, and I would love your take on this, something I found, and I can't say it's scriptural. I can't say it's psychological. I can't say it's therapeutic. All I can tell you is for me, something seemed to happen When I made this conscious effort, you know, it's like you're saying, decide to decide to do it. Mm -hmm. I made this conscious effort to do it. Now, it sounds strange to say it this way, but it was as though something lifted off of me and I felt lighter. Now, I, I can't explain that except to say that sometimes Satan comes with such a heaviness 
-hmm. and you carry it for so long, you don't even realize it's heavy and you're carrying a false burden that isn't yours. And suddenly, listen, the situation didn't change. Nobody apologized, nothing. But there was a lightness. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that's right. Well, Lindsay, that's what believing the word is. Mm-hmm. It's making a choice to say, okay, I feel this way and I don't like it. And I don't like what they did, but I choose God. Yes. I'm yeah. inviting him into the situation. I'm reading his word. I'm believing it's going to work. I'm taking a step in the right direction. And, 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 you know, you have to take some steps in the natural for God to add his super to it. Right. That's how you get supernatural. Yeah. You said something really interesting right there. I choose God. Mm-hmm. You know, realistically, if you think about it logically and practically and spiritually, this is tough to say because, you know, guilty. <laughs> but I feel like if I chose to continue to harbor the bitterness mm-hmm. or to hold it to their account, mm-hmm or to disobey God's word, I am, I, whether I like to admit this or not, I am choosing something over choosing God. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard, but it's true, isn't it? And I mean, if if sometimes hard things set us free, we don't realize we're doing them. And somebody's like, you just said that out loud and somebody's ears just heard it and went, "Uh Oh, I've been doing that. I don't want to do that. I told the Lord once, Lord, I'm not sincere about this. And I know I'm supposed to do it. So I'm going to give you lip service. And you know what the Lord said to me? I was waiting for him to rebuke me. I really was. But you know what he said to me? That's a good place to start. That's right. Yeah. Sometimes fake it till you make it. Aligning your words with his. Yeah. Yeah. People have issue with that, you know, fake it till you make it. But I think it's so much better than not taking a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, one of the quotes on the back to page 12, the beaten down and wounded is you said, the Lord told you something. And I, you said, I've never forgotten. And it's so good. He said, you said, he said to you, forgiveness is how my relationship started with you. And it's like, wow, wow. that's powerful. That's That's really what started me on this journey. Yeah. With that lady who, with the three children. Yes. Because I didn't believe him. When he said forgiveness is her answer, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And that's when he said. reminded you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It started with me. And I realized, I think sometimes we think of forgiveness as an option. Right. It's not. Aren't you glad just didn't think that? Yeah. Yeah. It is a command. And it's, it's, if it's everything that God is, it's the way he relates to humankind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? If you choose unforgiveness, you're choosing outside of his realm and you, mm-hmm. and you can't help but wonder why the curse is winning then. Mm-hmm. Do you know, you know, you taught at Rhema and one of the great Rhema teachings by Papa Hagen was of course, Mark 11, 23, 24, 25. And when you stand forgive, and if you don't forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive you your trespasses. And it says, when you stand forgive. And I thought, you know, I, I would never, ever want to be guilty of sacrilege or anything that would desecrate the Bible. I wasn't, but I'm telling you in my head, if it, if it had just said, and when they stand, yeah. <laughs> you know, please take me out of this mix. The thing I love about the book, um, it says always our choice, mm-hmm. but let's go back to beaten down, but not wounded. Life is so unfair. When people are hurting, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put myself, I'm not gonna say for everybody else, I'm gonna talk about me. Okay. When I'm hurting, 
I want someone to address the fact that it is not a fluff piece. Mm -hmm. It's reality. Mm -hmm. I want them to help me. But when I read certain things, acknowledge it. Yeah. When I read certain things about forgiveness, I feel like butterflies should be released, you know, and, and so far that hasn't happened. We can make that happen. Yeah, exactly. Listen, that's something our guys around here, our ladies around here, whoo, there go the butterflies. But the truth is there's something about truth. If the truth is that God wants me to do this, You are honest in this book. It isn't a fluff piece. It's not fairyland. It's not tiptoe through the tulips. When people get hurt, it's reality. Even if it might not be reality to the guy that did it to us where he didn't even, he was clueless. It was reality to us. And I like how this, especially the stories, are reality. I know somebody hears us say this, you know, you're the CEO with thoughts. Stop thinking negative. Do what's right. But we just do that by availing ourselves to his word. Step one is want to want to. Yeah. Yes. And then step two is just read your Bible. Right. Think about your Bible. Ask ask the the Holy Spirit, you know, show me where I'm thinking wrong and Mm -hmm. help me to remember what I read this morning or help me to, you know, just change the thinking to what I should think on. Mm -hmm. It's not too hard. We can all do it. Nobody should feel guilty about it, but just understand. This is the way to freedom. The more you think like God thinks, the more you'll live like he lives. That's great. You know, this is called I Forgive You But. Karen, uh, Karen Jensen Salisbury. Karen's got lots of other books. Mm -hmm. I first of all want to tell you, thank you. Thank you for writing it. Thank you for being honest about it. Mm -hmm. Thank you for all the work that you're doing in, in in the interviews, the podcast and all the amazing things you're doing. But Karen, how can we get a hold of you? Because I know, first of all, I think I got my book off of Amazon, right? but right. I, I want people not only to get this book, there were so many. And I was like, only when we jumped in, we were having a huge debate. Only when we found that one about being the, the CEO, CEO of our well, thoughts, that's right we said, now. that's it for yeah. right now. Um, where can we find your books? Where can people get a hold of you? And honestly, Karen, thank you. Yes. Thank you for your oh, honesty and you. for your ministry. I just love it. Mm-hmm. I thank you for having me. Uh, you can get it all on my website, KarenSalisbury.org. Salisbury like the steak, S A S I S B U R Y. And um, yeah, you can read the p- first parts of all my books for free. You can order them there. It will take you to Amazon. So of course you can go directly to Amazon if you want, but come by the website and yes. see me. Yes. Say hi. <laughs> and I'm on Facebook and uh, Instagram and all the things, Karen Salisbury. And so you can find me there too. And Karen, I've, I've known you for years and you know what? Your, your wisdom in the word just gets richer mm-hmm. and richer. Really and thank does. you. Okay. Thank you for being so generous to impart it to us. We really appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. Oh my goodness. Has it been fun? And one of the great announcements that I think Woo-hoo. we can have is once you have understood forgiveness, What's next? Well, let me tell you. Do we need a drum roll? Drum roll. <laughs> Join us I don't next week. Roll. Here we oh, go. Thanks. Join <laughs> us next week as we start on Kate McVeigh's book, The Blessing of Favor. Do oh, we not need that? We've yes. got forgiveness. Now we're going to walk in favor. Yep. And the you know what? favor of God. Kate McVeigh is one of the most encouraging mm-hmm. human beings I've ever known on the earth. I call her Katie Lou. I know, I've known her since she was a teenager. And I'm telling you, she is just somebody to listen to if you need encouragement and if you want to learn about what the Bible says Mm -hmm. about favor. So coming up next, our next book we're going to do is Kate McVeigh and the Blessing of Favor. And now I want to pray for you. I pray for God's favor on you. I 
pray for God's blessing on you. I pray that as you understand how God is so wonderful that he cares about everything right down to the hairs on your head. I pray for God to minister healing to you in every area of your life, every area for God to minister healing to you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast to connect with Lindsay on social media. Follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Roberts official to get a copy of Lindsay's brand new book, discover your true worth. Simply search discover your true worth on amazon.com. We'll see you next week.